Welcome to episode 161 of Podcateers. Javier and I got together after the D23 Expo to talk about the general experience and some of the announcement highlights. Uh, it was a really crazy weekend, which felt a bit rushed due to a mix-up at the Expo uh, the first day that I was there, which we'll talk about. There was definitely more things that I wanted to bring up, but considering this episode was already running a little long, we figured that we would just talk about it next week, along with talking about attending the Foolish Mortals documentary premiere. Uh, I'm working on getting some videos up on the YouTube channel, including a couple of vlogs, so make sure that you're subscribed to us on YouTube. Just head over to youtube.com slash uh, quick Team Boat Willie update. We have officially raised over $2,000 for the Children's Hospital of Orange County. The entire team is super excited about trying to hit our next goal of $2,500. So if you would like to contribute, just head over to podcateers.com and click on the Team Boat Willie page up at the top uh, for more information. If you can't contribute but would still like to help out, please share the page with your friends and family. That actually helps us a lot. Just getting more eyeballs on what we're trying to do is super helpful. Uh, also, a huge thank you to Emily from We've Got Ears for her auction and to the winner. Congratulations, Betty, and thank you both for your support. Uh, you can find us over on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. You know, just search for Podcateers. We would love it if you just take a moment to follow, like, and subscribe to us. As always, this episode of Podcateers is brought to you by listeners just like you. We call those listeners our fairy godparents, so a huge shout-out goes out to all of them for their additional support via Patreon. If you would like to join them and become a fairy godparent of our podcast, you can do so for as little as $1 per month or even with a one-time contribution by heading to patreon.com slash podcateers or by going to podcateers.com and clicking on the Patreon logo for more info. If you shop on Amazon, a really simple way to give us a hand is by clicking through podcateers.com slash Amazon before your next purchase. This won't cost you anything extra, but we do get a small thank you commission from Amazon for making your purchase through our link. So to everyone taking the time to click through, thank you guys. Uh, we really appreciate the additional support. That's it. I'm tired. I'm going to try to get some rest. This is episode 161 of Podcateers. This is our podcast. It's about three guys that love Disney, technology, art, and food. This is Podcateers. Dude, like, no joke. I feel like the Hulk beat me up. <laughs> I'm like so tired. Uh, you look it. I'm, I'm not, and I'm not messing with you. I'm not being a jerk. You legitimately look. Like you got beat up by the Hulk. And here's the thing. I only went to the expo two days. <laughs> I can't right. even imagine what I would have felt like if I Three. actually went on Saturday. Right. Because, uh, I mean, Friday, Wait. Friday. You went to the expo. I did go to the expo. <laughs> yeah, after everything under uh -huh. the sun happening preventing me including not knowing if i was going to get the day off and then lynette having to work that weekend and mm. it was just it was odd man just everything leading up to this expo right was just really weird what you do you know mean? because I, 
there was a lot of uncertainty on whether or not I was right. going to have a chance to go. Right. And uh, at the end, it finally got to the point where we thought, okay, yeah, you know, let's let's go. We'll buy our tickets. And then uh, the week before, <clears throat> Lynette's coworker, uh, who was basically the only other person that can do the job that she was doing. Okay. Uh, said, you know, we're going on vacation. We're going to Disney World for two weeks. And, so selfish. Well, I mean, she had already planned it, right? But yeah. the problem was that it landed, like the middle of her vacation landed when D23 was happening. Oh, I see. And it was also at a time where at work they were doing some, like, really major changes. And so one of them uh-huh. had to be there. And mm. Lynette ended up taking that workload because she her lost. Worker was she lost the rock paper scissors challenge? I think she did. She yeah. got the short end of the straw, basically. <laughs> and uh, right. So yeah. So uh, I ended up going by myself, which was really weird, man. I've I, I've never experienced an expo without her. And mm-hmm. uh, I congratulations uh, on what? <laughs> it was weird, dude. A day I off. Mean, <laughs> no. Excuse me, two days off. No, it was weird, man. <laughs> was it? All right. The expo is like the thing we do together. Right. You know, it's one of those things that we okay, can share. And, I totally get that. And, yeah. uh, you know, I missed her there. I, it was weird not Aww. having her there at the expo. Dude, so, are you trying to make up for something? No. Did you do something wrong this weekend? <laughs> no, that's really that's really how I felt. No, that's cool, weird. Yeah, Plus, yeah. you know, you guys not going, not having anybody to help film that's or photograph you, or anything like that. That's what you like really that. mean, is that you missed me not being there. Uh, I think you're phrasing it wrong because I missed my wife. I hated you uh-huh. for being selfish oh, I and see. not wanting to go help me vlog. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> all right. I can, I can kind of distinguish the difference, but all right. So, yeah, man, it was, uh, you know, by the time I was able to get tickets mm-hmm. – uh, Saturday was sold out. Uh, I had bought the ticket. It was going to be ready at will call. And I thought to myself, look, I'll pick up uh, my son from school and then directly head down to Anaheim so I can pick up my ticket right. so I don't have to stand in line on Saturday. There you go. And uh, I came home to quickly change my clothes so that I would be more comfortable because I was in my work clothes. And right. I thought, right, I'm quickly change. Mm-hmm. Go get my son and then just go. So I, I'm driving down to Anaheim and uh, they close the will call at 8. Okay. Okay. And what time is it now? By the time I got off the freeway, it was okay. like seven fifteen. You're doing good. And it was great because yeah. I thought, okay, look, I need gas. Mm-hmm. I just got off the freeway. I see a gas station. Uh, I have time. I'll quickly stop. We'll park in the Toy Story parking lot, which is right across the street from the convention center. Perfect. And we'll get the tickets. Yeah. You know, it'll be it'll be fun quickly vlogging the people that are already camping out for Friday, mm-hmm. right? Right. So I get out of the car getting ready to pump gas and I check my pockets no check my front pockets no check my back pockets dude check the car <laughs> i left my wallet in the other pants no and at this point the car your work pants my work pants yeah the car says it only has an estimated <laughs> 16 miles left in the gas tank perfect you only live about 40 away from <laughs> disneyland <laughs> So luckily, right. it's, luckily an, it's an electric car. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, luckily, uh-huh. uh, I had some change in those pants. It was just, I guess they they got washed with the pants. Basically, okay. I had three dollars that I had accidentally left in those pants when I washed them so last. You had one gallon. So I basically had one gallon, <laughs> which 
you know, was enough to get me approximately, uh, if I drove slow enough, a little past the halfway point, right? Uh-huh. So I called Lynette. She had just gotten off of work. Uh, she was going to pick up our other son, and she came home and picked up my wallet. And I said, look, let's just let's meet somewhere in the middle where as best as we can, right? Sure. So I'm taking the streets because there's a bunch of traffic on mm-hmm. the 57 freeway, which is the freeway we take normally to get to Disneyland. Right. Uh, we, I'm, I'm taking the street, driving real slow. We meet about the halfway point. But by then, it's already 7.50. No, dude. So even if I was to hop on the freeway again, yeah. there was no way I was going to make it back to Will Call by 8 o'clock. Right. So I call them, and I tell them what happened. And they said, uh, you know what? We don't control that. Disney controls it. They open at 7 tomorrow. You're welcome to come tomorrow morning at 7. <laughs> oh, you know what? And so, hey, open invitation at open least. Open invitation, right? <laughs> and so I'm thinking to myself, all right, well, this is what I was trying to avoid because there's already people camping out. The will call line is going to start to fill up mm-hmm. at like five o'clock in the morning, which right. means that I have to be there like crazy early. Right. Right. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to try to sleep in a little bit because it was a tough week. Like I hadn't slept all that much. I was working on a couple of other photo projects and uh, it was it, it was a very tiring week to begin with. Mm. So ultimately, I decided, OK, I'm, I'm just going to try to get up as early as possible Try to make it down by like six six thirty. Okay, not, uh, not too bad. Yeah, I I ran into some traffic and I left a little bit later than I wanted to. Oh, and I didn't show up to the actual will call window until about seven forty five. Okay, and all right. Part of what happened was only about that, three hours later. Uh, <laughs> well, it was about an hour and a half later than I wanted to get there. Uh-huh. And part of what happened was I couldn't find parking anywhere because they closed a lot of the parking areas around there because they mm-hmm. really wanted to force people to pay the convention center wow. parking, right? Yeah. So there was people trying to park in the hotels around the area. Right. I tried to park in the Toy Story lot, uh-huh. and they had it closed until 7 a.m. So I, I had to sit there or circle around or right. you know find alternate parking. And by then, by then, I, I just thought, okay, well, I'm just going to wait for 7 o'clock. Maybe I can go to the parking structure. Maybe I'll just walk. And then I thought, man, that's like a two-mile walk. I don't know if I want to walk from the structure. Is Roscoe Chicken and Waffles open this early? I, I don't know if that one's open 24 hours. <laughs> I don't it could either. Be, I don't know. It, that would have been a good option. That would have gotten some breakfast, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, so by then, I don't know what – I was talking to VJ because – I was texting back and forth with him because they made the smarter choice, and they decided to Uber. They're uh, like, there's no way we're going to deal with parking. We don't want to have to deal with any of that. Right. We're just going to have them drop us off in front of the convention center. I feel they've done this before. They, yeah, they do it frequently. Because okay. It's just easier. You don't have to deal with a car, right? right? Mm-hmm. And so he told me, why don't you come over to our house, drop off your car, and we'll all Uber together. Perfect. Very smart. And that's what I should have said. Oh, what? <laughs> I thought that's where the story was leading. No. I foolishly kept circling, trying to find parking uh, nearby because mm-hmm. you know I had my gear with me and everything. I wanted to be able to just run back to the car. You're so I stubborn. Had anything. I was being stubborn. But I think it all had to do with how everything was going and then not being able to pick up my ticket on Friday. Mm-hmm. It just all – I'm telling you, it was just really weird altogether. Right. Right? And I was being super salty about it. I was pissing myself off, <laughs> to be quite honest with you. There was a couple times where I, I had called VJ on the phone and I was talking to him. 
And I checked myself. I was like, dude, I know I'm being a petulant child about this, but <laughs> here's what's going on. And and he heard me out. You know, he's all like, okay, are you done now? <laughs> and I, I got it out. With your tantrum? Kind of. Yeah. Like, I got it out. And then I was like, all right, let's try to be rational about this. But then the next morning, I was tired. Mm-hmm. I was hungry. Right. I couldn't find parking. And then they closed down a Toy Story. And I thought, all right, well, whatever, dude. I At this point... I'm just going to go with the flow. You know, mm-hmm. I, it was too late. And the whole purpose was because I knew that the line for the Disney legend ceremony was going to fill up really fast. And the point right. of avoiding will call on Friday was so that I can just go directly to the Disney legends and wait line for that and wait for that. Exactly. Right. Because the night before on Thursday, there was already people camping out mm. like they, there was designated lines. So a couple things. I heard a rumor of what? Like, people literally camping out, like, the night before. But that doesn't make sense to me. Don't they shut down the convention center? How do people camp out? Outside. Like, literally. And, and like, sleeping bags or tents, like, outside. Oh. So, but are they officially in line? Technically. Hmm. Who monitors that, though? Well. If people show up. That's where it gets a little sketchy. I'm, I'm the 10th person in line. Well, you're not in line, though. You're outside camping. That's where it gets a little sketchy because technically nobody was allowed to camp out. Like it was Mm -hmm. actually in the email or whatever with the tickets and on the website. You're not allowed to camp out. Right. There was people doing that every single Mm -hmm. day. And so, you know, you have to get there early. Right. So I tried to avoid will call. Couldn't avoid it. By the time I was able to finally park, which I did park in Toy Story, by the way, just okay, across good. the street. Good, good, good. Oh, after 7 o'clock, when I finally circled back, the line was like half an hour long. Okay? <laughs> of course. at the time, they only had one kiosk open. Uh-huh. And so it literally took like half an hour just to get in because it wrapped around like down the street towards where the Denny's is, right. like down harbor. Right. So uh, I, I finally park. I walk over, and I'm just thinking to myself, dude – I'm going to miss the Legends panel. Like, the one thing that I wanted to make sure that Mm -hmm. I did this expo, I'm not going to get a chance to do again. Right. You know, so I just thought, all right, I'm going to do my best to not let this ruin my expo experience. You know, it's bad enough I'm already not coming tomorrow because I wanted to be at the Parks panel because there was that rumor that people were going to get the Fantasmic passes for the Mm -hmm. Soft Open, which happened, by the way. It did happen. It did happen. And congratulations. on not going on Saturday, (laughs) which means I didn't get one. Right. I I just figured, look, I'm going to try to enjoy myself. I'm not going to let this ruin, Mm -hmm. you know, my expo experience. And so I went to Will Call. The line was super huge. It looked like it was a two-hour line, but I breezed through it in like half an hour, which was really good. Very good. Was Uh, there fast passes? Yeah, they call it stage pass. <laughs> they call it stage pass for oh oh you're trying to be funny. Got it. Um, not for the will call, but for inside mm. the panels. Yes, there is. It's oh, called good. stage pass. Stage pass. All right. And how much is that? It's free. Okay. But it's also a three hour wait. <laughs> so, uh, you know, give a little, take a little, right? Right. So, uh, I got my ticket. Finally, go get in line, and this is gonna sound really weird and right. very contradictory, but. In the grand scheme of things, they were organized enough that they were able to pull off the expo, but there was just certain instances that were very unorganized, and I'm going to get into it because it affected the expo all weekend for me. In a good way or a bad way? Both. Okay. So I walk over to the front, right? Okay. And I ask a couple of the cast members you're that the were boss. working. I'm like, I'm going to the front. No, I went to the front to ask where I'm supposed to stand. Oh. And I, so thought I, said, we were, I thought we were still in line. 
no, no, I, I'm done with will call. I got my ticket. I'm walking oh, back. It. And so I walked over to ask the people that were at the door, mm-hmm. where is the line for the Legends panel? Because mm-hmm. they separated it out, right? And they said, oh, yeah, 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 go stand in this line right here. And I said, well, where does it start? I was like, oh, well, just follow the line. You'll get to the end, and you'll see somebody <laughs> holding an end of queue line. Oh, interesting. Like, oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So I start walking along the building. And I walk along the convention center. Like, if you're facing the convention center, the front doors, right? it was to the right or to the left, rather. Mm-hmm. And so I walk all the way down to the end of the convention center where there's a street. And it wrapped around the building. And then it wrapped back around. And then it shot back towards the convention center. <laughs> and I'm, like, filming this whole thing because I'm, I'm trying to vlog this whole time, right? right? And now I'm getting confused because I thought, well, where's the I, – I just walked past this. I saw two lines, one going forward, one going backward, but I thought it was two separate lines. So you just made a, basically a square back to where you started. Kind of. It was more like a big chicken McNugget in the shape of a boot almost. But right. So I'm, I'm, I'm walking back towards the front of the convention center, right? right? Uh-huh. And I get to the front. And then I notice that the line goes right into this middle section where there's like – 4,000 people waiting in line. And so I go back to the door. An ocean of Disney nerds. Basically. And I asked the person at the door, where is the line for the Disney Legends? (laughs) I followed this one, and it just wraps back. And then he looks at me. He's like, oh, I guess I was wrong. It's like, oh, I'm so glad you were so upfront about that. You only walked a mile back to where you you started, right? And so I thought, okay, I got to ask somebody else. There's no (laughs) way that this looks like the regular line, you know. It looks like the the floor line for – It'd be great. He just he was just a normal guy cosplaying. Like a guest, right, in a suit? He was cosplaying (laughs) a worker there. (laughs) That'd be funny. So I asked somebody else, and they said, oh – you got to stand in this line right here. And once you go past the security point inside the building, mm-hmm. then it splits off that way or it splits off this other way if you want to go onto the showroom floor. Okay. I thought, okay, well, that would have been nice to know before I wasted 20 minutes. Exactly. Where I could have been standing in line 20 minutes <laughs> to get through security. <laughs> Uh, it was weird because they ended up crossing two lines. And so people in the middle where they crossed. Like an X? Almost. They were starting to get confused and didn't know what line to follow. And uh, it it worked out for me because I accidentally got into the wrong line, Mm. which led me to the right line eventually. Okay. So I got in, got past security, and uh, I met up with some friends. So quick shout out to Marsha, Cheyenne. Uh, Stormy, Blaze, Marina, and, of course, our buddy Skylar. They helped my morning just be a little bit better. They were there to cheer me up. Oh, and, good. And they were super helpful. So good, good. quick shout-out to all of them. Uh, so uh, Skylar was already inside because he was going to the Disney Legends panel as well. Okay, cool. And so I figured, okay, you know, I- I'm just going to go for this. I'm going to try for it. Mm-hmm. Whatever happens, happens. There you go. And if I make it, great. And if I don't make it, then, you know – at least I tried. Right. You know, at, at this moment, I my expectations were so low right. about getting into the panel <laughs> that I just sad. thought, well, I mean, I was already late. You know, the line confusion was like all over the place. And I just thought, OK. And by now, it was supposed to start at 10. And by now, it's like 952. Hmm. OK, so I'm thinking like, all right, this last ditch effort. I'm going to go. If they turn me away, I'm just going to accept it. 
and just move on to the next thing, right? Go stand in line for the next panel at noon. Okay. So I walk over, Sounds and you're like supposed to walk. You're supposed to walk downstairs before you go up the stairs, up an escalator to get into the main hall where they were going to have the ceremony. So I get to that downstairs area, and I walk by this person that's counting people off, and they're giving wristbands to people as they're walking by, and okay. like you hear them counting like as people are walking. And I see that they have like maybe less than 25 wristbands in their hand. And I asked, uh, what is the wristband for? They said, oh, well, this is how many people were allowed to let into the Disney Legend Ceremony. Once the wristbands are out, no more people That's are it. allowed in. Okay. And I said, I want a wristband. <laughs> and so they gave me one and they said, choose any one of the areas. Nice. And so I chose B because B is the middle section. Okay. You know, A is off on the left. C is off on the right, and B is right in the middle. So I chose – at this point, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to be sitting in the very back, which is fine because that's going to allow me to stand up and take some video. And I, I had you know, the lens that can reach the front, and I thought, okay, this is perfect. I won't be standing up in front of anybody else. Right. I won't be that guy. Right? <laughs> uh, so I thought this is, this is fantastic. They let everyone in Section B in first to fill everything up. Perfect. Uh, no joke. I waited like five minutes. And in five minutes, like by 10.02, I was already sitting inside a legend ceremony. Dude, you should go to that game show, which is the one where they have to choose a door. You won, bro. I know. Seriously. Yeah. That's really what it felt like. Like, I was, I was so happy that I made it into the ceremony. Let's make a deal. <laughs> is that what it is? I think so. Deal? <laughs> so yeah, I was like super happy because I got in and I had a great seat. I was right on the aisle. I actually I was gonna end up sitting in the middle of the row. Okay. And I asked the cast member, you know, is it okay if I hang out and I sit on the end because I want to be able to like, you know, point my camera. I don't want to be in front of anybody. Like yeah, just hang out, wait till they fill up the row and just sit down right after. Perfect. I said, Perfect. Yeah. Uh, so that worked out. the The ceremony was great. Uh, there was one part that was kind of funny. Uh, Bob Iger was talking about some of the accomplishments and some of the things that they've done under, you know, his tenure. And he's like, yeah, you know, we acquired Marvel, we acquired, you know, Pixar. And he says he was most proud of one acquisition. And he's like, Pocketeers. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> uh, he said, no. He said, you know, a lot of people say that everything started with a mouse. And we've argued this before. Right. I actually told you it didn't start with a mouse. It started right. with a lucky rabbit. Right. And he actually said that in oh, the good. Disney panel. He's like, you know, some people say that it started. So you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it more and more, I think Bob Iger does listen to Podcateers. <laughs> Bobby, call me. <laughs> call me. Uh, so, yeah. So he's like, you know, people say that it started with a mouse, but it really started with a lucky rabbit. Right. And, you know, the acquisition of Oswald after Walt having lost it all those years ago and regaining that property he said was one of the proudest moments that he's had, you know, running Disney because that's really where it started. You know, if it wasn't for Oswald, he wouldn't have created Mickey. And if he didn't create Mickey, we wouldn't have what we have today. Right? Good point. Very good point. So he said he was super proud of that. And he's like, yeah, we just don't know what we're going to do with Oswald. And he, so he starts like flashing all these pictures of Oswald with like the Avengers. And like, <laughs> we're like, we're trying to find stuff for him to do. We just Hitting Oswalds? <laughs> yeah, kind of. He's like, we just don't know what to do with him yet. Uh-huh. And so it looks like there's going to be some Oswald Something. stuff coming to California I'm okay Adventure. With this. I'm okay with this. So like I said, look, if they decide, look, Bob, I know you're listening. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, just going to break it for you now. If you decide to do an Oswald and Walt statue 
maybe with Mickey, where uh-huh. in each hand he's got Oswald and Mickey. Uh-huh. Oh, that would be kind of cool. That's actually Or very Mickey cool. holding Oswald's hand yeah. and they're walking hand in hand happily forever. <laughs> I'm just saying. Those would be really awesome statues. Right. You're welcome. <laughs> just saying. Uh, what else? The Jack Kirby uh, presentation and the Stan Lee presentation were fantastic. You know, they had really good storylines. Mm. Uh, seeing Wayne Jackson inducted, you know, Imagineer was, was great. The segment for Mark Hamill and for Carrie Fisher. Oh, you got to see that. Mark Hamill said a few things about Carrie Fisher after he talked about, you know, growing up and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, wanting to be a part of, like, the an entertainment industry and wanting to be a part of Disney and how it was a part of him and everything. Uh, and then he talked a little bit about Carrie Fisher and how they were really, like, brother and sister and how they, at times, nice. they loved each other, at times, they hated each other. <laughs> but all in all, you know, it, there was love. And then even Stan Lee, when he came up, he was talking about how when he was a young boy – that he remembers going to a store and mm-hmm. seeing this book called The Art of Walt Disney and that he wanted to buy that book so bad, but he didn't have enough money. So he saved and saved for weeks and weeks, finally had the money to purchase the book. And, you know, lo and behold, now he's a part of the Disney company That's and crazy, he's a Disney legend. Right. You know, so that was really touching him talking about Jack was really touching Jack's kids came up. They talked about him. That was really great. Last time, you know, they said, we have a surprise. And they surprised everybody with Johnny Depp. Right? Oh, yeah they, yeah, yeah. they made Johnny Depp a Disney legend last time. Uh-huh. Uh, but Johnny Depp was not in the program for the Disney legends. Like, they had the, the – every time you walk in, like, on the seat, they had, like, a little sheet yeah. announcing everybody that was going to get an award that day. And I remember looking at it and seeing all the names, and I thought, oh – I don't remember Whoopi Goldberg being announced as a Disney Legend nominee this year. But she's on your And she was on li- the thing, on the list? yeah. And uh-huh. so they get through the entire ceremony and at the end Bob Iger says, "Oh yeah, yeah, we have one surprise for you. We know how much this D23 crowd likes. We're going to uh present a a surprise Disney Legend Award. And so he walks away, lights dim, and every time they were going to present an award, they played like a video package up on all the screens about the person, their name and everything, their history, and just kind of what led them to get the award. Okay. And so they start playing all this stuff about Whoopi Goldberg and Sister Act and all these like stand-up things that she did and uh, working on The View and doing all these things with Disney, you know, in the color purple and all sorts of stuff. Right. And then they announced that they're going to give her her Disney Legend Award. And I thought, how is this a surprise? It was right on the sheet that they put on the seat when you're sitting down. Like, so her name is on the thing. And this is the quote surprise? This was a surprise, yeah. Okay. And I just thought, this is the worst way to surprise people because <laughs> they know exactly what to expect. And the the other surprise that they ended up having during the ceremony was uh, Anika Nani Rose. She is the voice of Tiana. Mm-hmm. She came out and she sang Go the Distance. And she did a really, really great job with the song. She looks totally different uh-huh. from like when she first came on and did uh, Tiana's voice. I didn't recognize her at first. And then I realized like, oh, that's right. She, she's grown like she's grown up. 
Oh, yeah, she's not like <laughs> she's a little older now. <laughs> and so that finally clicked and I mean that was the legend ceremony, you know. Okay. I, was, I was like super happy that I got okay, a chance good. to be a part of it. Good. I'm happy. And uh after that we we decided that we were going to go see the Walt Disney and Pixar animation panel that John Lasseter was was hosting because they were going to talk about all the new films that are coming out for Walt Disney and Pixar Studios, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, I wanted to get something for Lynette. She had sent me a message saying, hey, can you go check this product out for me? It's at this booth and everything. So uh, while I went to try to go get that, uh, AJ, VJ, uh, our buddy Paul, uh, Adrian, and Lindsay, quick shout out to all of them, uh, they went downstairs to stand in line again, okay. right where we were standing in line for the Disney Legends thing. Mm-hmm. So they said, okay, we'll let you know where we're standing. Go buy what you need to buy and then just meet us back in line. I was like, all right, cool. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. So I went and I looked for the product, stood in line for that thing. And that took me about an hour or so. And uh, it was kind of cool, you know, seeing other Disney fans, people that listen to the podcast, I was able to pass out some buttons. Nice. Good. Talked to a couple of the artists that I know on my way back because, you know, they're walking the floor. So I was able to talk to a few people. Yeah. And I get back down maybe about, I say, it started at 2.30, I think. And I got there, like, right at about 1.50 okay. uh, after I was done with everything. So we're standing in line. We're waiting. And it's getting dangerously close to 2.30, right? It's like 2.20, and we don't see them allowing a lot of people in. Like, we saw them let in most of Section A, most of Section C, mm-hmm. and just a tiny bit of Section B. Mm-hmm. Like, this is really strange. Still waiting. All of a sudden, we start, you know, we start wondering what's going on because now it's two thirty, and we're thinking, oh, our it's you know maybe John Lasseter running late. Like, is we something need to going be inside on? Now. Like yeah, like we see more people going in, but very few at a time. Like they're like monitoring how many people are coming in. We're thinking like this is just strange. Like what's going on? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, we start hearing people cheering and clapping, and like you can hear Inside. like the, yeah like yeah. the the, the subwoofers rumble. going off on the like rumble of everything <laughs> and we're looking at each other like this thing just started why are we standing out here yeah and they didn't say anything they just they just let us sit there they let us stand there and just kind of blind to what was going on yeah 20 minutes go by after it had already started mind you mm-hmm. 20 minutes go by and somebody comes on, uh, like, with a bullhorn or a loudspeaker microphone or something, and he's like, okay, there's a separating fence, like, with a blue drape over it. Okay. And so anybody that was supposedly past the blue is going to get in because you're in the actual line for it, and anybody on the opposite side is on standby. So if they can't fill up, they use standby, right? Okay. He comes on the microphone, and he's like, okay, so I have uh, some bad news. <laughs> Uh, if you are behind <laughs> the blue fence, uh-huh. you are not going to get into this presentation. Okay. So we're very sorry. Mm-hmm. Anybody in the standby, you are not going to get into the presentation. Wow. People are upset because they took a long time to say anything about it. Right. right? And this is already. This is already, already after it begun. started. It already, yeah. yeah. By now, it's already going on almost half an hour. Right. right. Uh, I also missed this congregation of all the princesses. That they had, dude, including Kristen Bell. That's probably the best news that came out of there. I know the fact that they got all the princesses together for this announcement for Wreck-It Ralph two. 
was pretty spectacular. Like I saw people posting about it and I saw people's Instagram stories and stuff like that. After. Right. And mainly because they were talking about it because when you walked into the panel, one of the first things that they did was they said, please put your phones and cameras inside of these bags <laughs> and seal them right. as you're walking into the panel. Like you had to seal them in front of security right, right before you sat down. And that's part of why we thought they were taking so long and they were holding us back right. before we found out that they were just at capacity on okay. on that day. Okay. All right. But at that panel, they had the princesses there and they Princess. showed they showed a clip from Wreck-It Ralph 2 uh-huh. and all the princesses are arguing. They're like playing around and from what people were describing, they were using a lot of like pop culture references uh-huh. and they do like I forgot exactly what happens, but they're they were like, oh, yeah, maybe it's time for a makeover. And they're like in their clothes, but like yeah. more modern, almost like Disney bounding as themselves oh, like type cool. thing. Yeah. And they're like, oh, princess power or some weird thing like that. <laughs> and you know how in Batman, the old school, like yeah. where they spin the Batman logo. Yeah. They sp- they spun the Disney D to like transfer them from like one scene to oh, another. That's cool. So there was a lot of pop culture stuff in there. And uh, that was part of what we missed as part of that panel. Uh, it's too bad, man. So uh, seeing the princess, man, would have been awesome. I just wanted to see Kristen Bell. Mm. You know, I uh, yes, all the other princesses, great, but <laughs> dude, Kristen Bell was there. I mean, I would have been content with getting a picture, uh, uh-huh. getting a selfie with her, having lunch with her. Oh, having lunch with her. Yeah, I mean, this is why you were happy Lynette was not there. No, <laughs> no, not at all. I never said I was happy. I was actually sad that she wasn't there because it would have been nice to have somebody to talk to about the stuff. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And also, you could have called me. Uh, you knew we were going, and you decided you didn't want to go. Remember? <laughs> like, oh, I don't need this. <laughs> like, what's so good about the expo? <laughs> and so we're still waiting. Like, well, what about us? You know, we've been standing here, mm-hmm. and then finally, uh, a little while goes by, and another five or ten minutes later. They come on and they say, okay, guys, we're really sorry. Uh, We are at capacity. Mm. We cannot let anybody else in. They uh, unfortunately overcounted when they started letting people in line, and Mm. you will not be getting into the presentation. But they have high ceilings. (laughs) Yeah, we're all supposed to sit on each other's shoulders. Is that how it's supposed to work? Uh, They did not Mm. see it that way. So. We uh we're all upset, you know, because we've been waiting course, for man. a while. Yeah, I got there a little bit later, but I still had to go stand in other lines to get what I wanted. So I was lined out just like everybody else, right? Right. Some people are starting to yell at this point. They're getting a little belligerent and just they start asking, you know, well, what's going to happen to us? You know, you guys got to make this right. Uh-huh. You know, it's not fair that you guys screwed this up. Right. And the manager comes on and he's like, look, I'm going to try to fix this for you guys. Let me see what I can do. I really apologize. This was our fault. He's totally taking responsibility for yeah, this, for right? Which waiting is, forever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they were trying to do right by everybody that was there. Yeah. And some people were just being, like, super annoying, you know, mm. like, they were just like, you know, wow, we want a refund. We want this. Like, bring us food and all sorts of <laughs> bring other us stuff. Food. And at one point, at one point, even. Hazen, don't say that. No, that wasn't me. <laughs> it actually wasn't me this time. And at one point, BJ's trying to be funny and, and he, he yells out, kill the beast. And so everybody just like started laughing. Kill so it kind beast. of, yeah. So <laughs> that was good. because there was a crowd, you know, they were right. all yelling. 
it actually helped because it kind of broke the tension. Okay, good. And so I think hearing somebody yell that just kind of put everybody in their place like, oh, okay, we're we're getting to like mob mentality, right? Some people didn't care. Like some people were straight up like we were wronged and like this was horrible. And, you know, you can't help everybody. You can't change everybody's mind. So we're trying to be we're trying to be as calm as possible. Mm -hmm. You know, they're trying to help us. But we're also getting frustrated because we're missing the expo while all of this is happening. We couldn't go stand in line for anything else. They said, if you want us to help you out with anything else, you need to wait here because we need to know who was affected by this. Uh And so we're waiting to see how they're going to help us out. So we couldn't leave. We couldn't go stand in line for the next exhibit, for the next panel. We couldn't enjoy the what was happening on the floor. And but by now, it's like almost four o'clock, mm. you know, after all the waiting, it's almost four o'clock. The panel is over and they're offering like different things. Like they went up, they got us a poster okay. that they gave out to the people that were a part of the panel. All right. And immediately people start shouting, a poster's not going to make it better, <laughs> you know, and I, I get it. You right. know, a poster, really, it's not going to make it better. It's right. a, it's a ridiculously beautiful poster. Right. It's like a Coco poster, but it's in it's the guitar in, like, a Dia de los Muertos style. Okay. Like, it's really beautiful. Um, I actually really like it. I'm going to get a frame for it. Okay, good. Um, the Coco poster. The Coco poster, yeah. yeah. I'll show it to you in a bit. Okay. Uh, I'll end up taking a picture, and I'll post it in the blog post, or I'll post it on the Instagram account for anybody that uh, – by the time you guys listen to the episode, it'll be on the Instagram account. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, so we were still waiting and waiting, and close to 5 o'clock, uh, the manager comes back on, and he's all like, look, well, I've talked to my supervisors, the people in charge, the people organizing this, and they said that if you really want, we will grant you a refund for today and people start cheering and clapping and they're like but if we give you a refund you must leave the premises immediately <laughs> and so then all of a sudden the cheers turn to boos and hisses and everything and look i get it dude if you're getting a refund for something you're no longer there right like, you know you no longer paid to be there <clears throat> so some people immediately took the refund and the expo ends at like seven every day oh, so it's like three hours so, left by then, there was almost like two hours left. Mm. And so they said, you know what? We'll take the refund. Uh, we're just going to leave for the day. It is what it is. You know, we lost our day already. So they were so upset. They did. They just took the refund. And I'm thinking like, okay, well. Did you consider not... it? I kind of did. Mm. Because at that point, like I said, it was so close to the end of the expo that I felt like I wasn't going to be missing much anymore. Mm. You know? Right. So I decided not to get the refund. Okay. Because I figured that. If I didn't take the refund, they would, you know, give me something else because I didn't want to leave. That was a thing. Like I wanted to try to. There's only two hours left, dude. Yeah. But in the two hours, I could have at least gone up and seen what else was Mm -hmm. there, Mm -hmm. you know, so that when I came back on Sunday, I knew exactly what I wanted to do Mm -hmm. because that was the whole. So my plan was this. My plan was to go on Friday. Right. There was three panels that I was going to try to get into. The one I definitely wanted to do was the Disney Legends one. Right. And I got a chance to do that one. Okay. The the animation for Pixar and Walt Disney Studios was the other one that I wanted to do, and there was one more later that day. So because what happened with that one, I basically lost my ability to go stand in line for the third one. I Mm. couldn't go do anything else that day. Right. So basically, about half of all of Friday was just lost standing there waiting for them to find a resolution for this thing that happened, right? Yeah. Uh, by the time everything was finally all squared away, 
it was a little past 5.30 for me, and I went upstairs, and I was able to hang out for about a little over an hour before they ended up closing everything. Uh, but, it, you know, they offered several things. Aside from the refund, they said, look, we will guarantee you access to any panel, guaranteed, uh, wow. on Saturday. Okay. And that was the first option. I was like, Saturday? I'm not going to be here Saturday. Oh, right. You know, what happens if you're not here Saturday or right. if you have a one-day ticket? So then they had to go figure out how to compensate those people. And that's part of what took so long. They were trying to figure out how to compensate all these different scenarios of like, do you have a single day? Do you have a three day? Do you have like today and Sunday? Because Saturday was sold out like I was, you know. Right. And so finally they came up with all the different solutions and they ended up giving me access to a, a few panels on Sunday. Okay. I got access to the Lion King presentation. Nice. I got access to the Alan Menken presentation on nice. Sunday. And I got access to the Imagineering panel that I had posted on our Instagram account. Perfect. It was the last panel of D23. Uh-huh. That was the one hosted by John Stamos with Tony Baxter and with Marty Sklar. Okay. And so, you know, I, I figured that after waiting for so long, you know, that was a great way to make up for it. The fact that it took a really long time kind of sucked because, like I said, it ruined the rest of Friday. Like, I basically lost Friday, you know. Uh, But the fact that they went out of their way to really try to find a solution to make people happy. And there was people that weren't happy, you know. They weren't able to make everybody happy or as happy as they would have wanted to be. I would have – honestly, I would have been happy just getting into the Imagineering panel. But they offered all these other things to me. And I said, okay, well, if they're offering, you know, I'll I'll take mm-hmm. them. I I'm not that upset. Like I was upset at first, but then right. when I saw that they were really trying to make things better and how much they were struggling, mm-hmm. I thought, okay, I'll empathize and I will sympathize because you know we used to run the art walk. Like we used to run into things like this all the time. Right. You know, dealing with the city, dealing mm-hmm. with setup and stuff like that. But this is on a much larger scale, so you can only imagine the types of problems that they run into setting right. something like this up. And the the argument exists that, look, this is their fifth time doing it. You know, it's not like in the first year anymore. They should have all this stuff hammered down. But you can't always predict everything that's going to happen. Like Comic-Con still runs into this type of stuff. Good luck getting into any of the Hall H stuff at Comic-Con, right? Not happen. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so every large convention runs into this type type of stuff. And, I mean, I heard people that were complaining saying that, Really, they feel that the sorcerer's package was the one that ended up making this worse Mm. because the sorcerers were paying all this amount of money for the ability to go into the panels. Right. But not all the sorcerers go to the panels. But guess what happens? They reserve all the seats for the people that bought them just in case a sorcerer walks in. Right. So if all of a sudden there's 300 seats that are ready to be filled in by sorcerers, but eight of them show up, then that means that all the other seats are empty during that presentation. That's crazy. They don't overfill them with, like, just standby people because you never know if a sorcerer is going to show up and sit in their seat, right? Right. Which is rightfully theirs. They paid Mm -hmm. for it. There's many ways to argue this, and there's many ways to look at it. But in the instance that we were in, I feel that I got way more than I was expecting, you know, because Mm -hmm. we're recording this right after the expo. Uh, Today, I really felt like a spoiled little kid just running around the expo. See, that's why you threw a tantrum earlier. uh, Because you're spoiled. Yeah, well, that's how I felt (laughs) because I felt like 
you know, this is not a great lesson for my kids, but uh, I felt like I was having a really bad everything coming mm-hmm. up to the expo right. through my tantrum. I was like super salty about it. Right. And then all of a sudden, you know, everything just kind of Disney magicked itself out. Good. I felt spoiled because I didn't have to go stand in the lines because I had the guaranteed access because of what happened on Friday. Right. And uh, it was great for me. I mean, I... I know that there was a lot of people that stood in line and stuff, but mm-hmm. there was also a lot of people that didn't lose six hours waiting for a resolution for a problem that they had, right? Right. So in a way, I felt like I paid for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. I got it, but I felt like I stood in all those hours worth of line on Friday, hey, if that makes any sense to you. It makes sense to me. So, <laughs> uh, so that was really good. I mean, all in all, it was an expo full of, like, roller coaster of emotions, right? Mm-hmm. There was just a lot of things that happened. Uh, there was a lot of really great and not-so-great <laughs> announcements that came out of it. What do you mean? Like, uh, so, like, not worthy of an announcement? Or they were just terrible, you don't agree with them? Uh, I mean, a, a little of everything, oh, right? Okay. Because, for starters, uh, they announced that Paint the Night is coming back. Yes, you know I was super happy to hear that Paint the Night. But is I thought back. we already knew that. Uh, we did know that. What we didn't <laughs> know is that Paint the Night is coming back to California Adventure. Oh, I see. Yeah, so right. they're bringing it to California Adventure because next year they're doing this thing called Pixar Fest. Okay, and which is cool, you know, the fact that they're celebrating Pixar characters and everything. Oh, is that what that is? But what's happening is that they are taking the Pixar Play Parade from California Adventure, mm-hmm. and they're moving it to Disneyland. Interesting. Yeah, really weird. And then they're taking Paint the Night, they're adding a new float, and they're taking it to California Adventure. Okay. So it's really strange why they decided to balance it mm-hmm. out like that. Kind of part of the same announcement was that they're renaming Paradise Pier Pixar Pier. Why? Uh, well, I guess they they just want to make it completely themed. Adventure? They're just trying to theme it into what people are going uh. to enjoy. Look, I, in a way, I really like the fact that they're making it Pixar because Toy Story Mania takes up the biggest part mm-hmm. of Paradise Pier. And the whole idea of Paradise Pier has never really worked anyway. Right. So the fact that they're changing it to Pixar Pier... Uh, might work out a little bit more because they'll be able to change it to, like, theme it. A couple of questions still stand, though. Like, one, you know, they're building the Slinky roller coaster, the Slinky Dog roller coaster at the other park. Uh But will they change California Screamin' to be a Slinky coaster to match Pixar Pier? Interesting. You know, or are they going to change the Silly Symphony Swings Mm -hmm. to Pixar-related you know, a Pixar-related theme which, now that they're changing the pier. Which I don't know if you recall. Remember the episode we talked about if we were Imagineers and my idea was changing California Adventure into Toy Story Land and that would be the Slinky Ride? Yes. I'm awesome. Thank you, Disney, but for it's listening. Not, but it's not Toy Story Land. It's like Pixar Land. So <laughs> Close enough. It. You didn't get it all right. <laughs> so I'd like to give you credit for that, but I don't like you that much. So I'm going to say you failed. <laughs> Whatever, man. I'm taking full <laughs> credit. They just don't want to pay me the royalties. That's you know all. what? They can pay them to me. You don't go that often anyway. You said you like Universal and you like Detective Comic Comics. <laughs> 
What the heck are you talking about? You Magic said you Mountain? Like Detective Comic Comics and that you like Superman the Ride because it's so <laughs> thrilling. Get out of here. That's my house. You get out. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that's going to be changing. Uh, I think one of the biggest changes that people were kind of excited about, I think more people were excited than upset, mm-hmm. was that the Tron light cycles are coming to Epcot. Okay. So they're going to be putting that right next to Space Mountain. Uh, I think that's pretty cool. The main complaint that I heard from people was that it's one of those things that makes Shanghai unique. You know, as something for that park and bringing it over just kind of ruins that. Mm-hmm. Like, now you don't have a reason to visit Shanghai. Uh, I don't subscribe to that theory. <laughs> right. I think there's plenty of reasons to visit Shanghai, you know, uh, Disneyland. Yeah. So if all you were going for was the Tron light cycle, then uh, you should know that there's a whole, like, other section of the park that you can visit right <laughs> right that's like one ride of many so yeah yeah um because i lost so much time uh in the line on friday unfortunately i was not able to go into the section with the star wars land model dude the line for that the entire expo was three hours long oh, it, wow. it did not get shorter than three hours mm-hmm. because i lost all of friday and i already had set times for the panels and stuff that were going to happen on sunday mm-hmm. i didn't have much time in between to try to go stand in these really long lines so i missed out on seeing all the props and the model for star wars land right uh but quick shout out to imagineer chris Because he was up at the front, and I told him my situation, and he told me how long the line was. And so I asked him, you know, if I set up my camera for you, uh, would you be willing to walk inside and just take some close-up models, uh, some shots of the model? Because I won't be able to make it in. I'm going to this panel, and then after I'm going to this panel, he's like... "Um," He said no. He's like, "Uh, I mean, if you set it up for me totally will do it no way I was like okay so i quickly Dude. took uh I, I quickly set everything in manual right. so that it was ready to go all he had to do was basically focus and shoot it Dude. and he went in and he took uh like five or six shots of the model close up right because when you think you lost your faith in humanity i didn't Someone think that does. at all you don't I, I didn't think that at all. I only think that when I interact with you. Oh, with me. Because yeah. Because, why? quite frankly, I mean, you're dead I'm, inside. I'm dead inside. And you have right. a black heart and, and everything. And a black heart. Yeah. yeah. So I only think that when I talk to you. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But so, you're now you're dealing with a human being and he's understanding. With a heart. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Right. He was very understanding. Right. And so super cool of him That's to do awesome. that. It, you know, really it was above and beyond. So, right. again, Disney magic continued, you know, because – that's not something that they would normally have to do for a person. And the mm-hmm. fact that he went out of his way to do that for me, I really appreciated that. Right. Uh, so I got, I think, I think it was like five or six shots, but I'll end up posting them on social media uh, once I go through the shots. So I didn't get a chance to do that. They had an amazing, at least from what people were saying, <laughs> it was amazing, uh, exhibit for Pirates of the Caribbean, you uh-huh. know, because, you know, it, it's celebrating as well. And uh, that line was also three plus hours, nope. the entire expo. No. And so I didn't get a chance to see that exhibit. Dude. Um, um, did you even go to D23? I did. Did you? I did. Did you? They, yeah, I sure did. 
Hmm. Uh, it sounds to me like your evidence is someone else shooting footage for you, and you were. It was only five pictures. And dude. The, Relax. And you were in, in the churro lines for twelve hours each day. Dude, they didn't have any churros there. What? No churros at Wait. D23. Wait. What kind of event they is had, this? Uh, I I know they had pretzels. Uh huh. I uh, don't know what else they had, but I I don't recall seeing churros anywhere. So it was really strange, man, because like I felt like I went to the expo, but I feel like I didn't go to the expo. Mm. And the more that I think about it, like the last year, well, I keep saying last year, but it was like two, two years, years ago. ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last time we went to the expo, you know, we had all three days. And that time we weren't so interested in going to the panel discussion. So we were able to see a lot more of the showroom floor. That's how I felt last What time. was, you mm-hmm. know, on the on the top floor and everything. And we were able to see some of the previews. Uh, this time around, I was more interested in the panels that were happening than what was on the showroom floor. Mm-hmm. But because I lost <laughs> most of Friday, I felt rushed to get through, like, in between panels on Sunday – and even though I got to see, you know, a good amount of panels, I didn't get a chance to enjoy the actual showroom floor. Mm. And, dude, let me tell you, there was one there was one thing that I wanted to do so badly. They set up a money bin. Disney XD was promoting DuckTales, oh. and they set up a money bin. With all the big old with gold the coins. Big gold coins, yes. exactly. And you were able to jump into the money bin, oh, so like that Chuck you ju- like Chuck E. Cheese, but instead of the balls, you had yeah, like the big coins. gold coins, right? Yeah. And that wasn't the coolest part, though. They had a set of cameras in that setup, and so basically, when you jumped, they took a bullet time shot of you, and like they showed you in like three D, just oh, like going back and forth right before you fell into the coins, right. It was the coolest thing, dude. Like I was watching people post these things on uh-huh. Instagram and on Twitter. I'm like. Oh my god, I need that in my life. <laughs> and you know, it, it it's like whatever, but it was also a 3 plus hour line and I was not going to stand in line for that long, you know, for that shot. Uh Skylar and I were able to get a shot um That's what I'm for jealous Thor of. Ragnarok. That's what I'm jealous of. It I was saw it. Super cool, you man. You know who is my favorite Avenger? <laughs> you know and you dared to post that knowing who's my favorite Avenger. Oh, yeah. Did you notice the hashtags? Because the hashtag says, would have been better if it was Iron Man. I'll settle for this, though, or something <laughs> like that. I forgot, I forgot right. exactly what hashtags I put in there. But I right. purposely put those hashtags in there just to piss you off. Oh, thanks. I just man. want to make that clear. Yeah, okay. Thanks. <laughs> you know what? I'll go back and read them. You know, you oh, took, here it is. You took the time. Oh, okay. so, thanks. Here we uh, go. Here. So uh, the quote for that post was, I know him. From work, which is what Thor right, yells exactly. out, right? Yeah. And then I Clever. hashtag D23, the D23 Expo, Thor Ragnarok, Marvel, Thor, Hulk. And then the next hashtag says, rather be Iron Man. But <laughs> then the, the next hashtag says, but hey, this was cool too. Uh-huh. You know, so. No. And it was cool. It was awesome. They time it really well. They tell you, okay, look, you have seven seconds. I'll count you down. And from the moment that I say this, that's when you start, like, beating your fist. You start, right. you know, like, doing whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. Some people were Hulk being out. really silly about it. So, yeah. And I was like, no, I want to try to recreate this. Right. And I was trying to remember what the Hulk does in that scene. Right, right. So I did my best, you know, to, yeah. like, replicate it. So that was really fun. Uh, we saw John Lasseter walking the showroom floor. He was on his way to the Sphero booth. You know, Sphero makes that little BB-8 
mm-hmm. you can control with your iPhone and stuff like that. Who, who is this person you speak of? John Lasseter. Yeah, who's that? The Lass. Uh, you know, just the guy that runs Disney Animation. Mm. And, uh, mm-hmm. the, used to run Pixar. But, mm. you know, you know, just, uh, you know. Oh, just, he, he's something? Just, yeah, you know, produced Toy Story, <laughs> you know, directed Toy Story. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. it's, it's, it's just John. So he was walking the showroom floor, and he was at the Sphero booth because Sphero's, uh, Sphero put out uh, Lightning McQueen. And uh, okay. it was really cool, dude. Like, it moves uh, out really organically. It You can control it with an iPad or an iPhone or just, like, a mobile device. But uh, it the controls, like, make it look like he's animated, like, in the cartoon. So he can lift, like, different parts of his fender nice. independently. If you if you pet him almost like a little dog or something like if you pet him on top he'll say something like oh I really like that or like oh cool you know I I got this thing or like he reacts to cool. where you touch him that's so, cool because if you're petting him like too hard it's like or a something, tickle me Elmo kind of <laughs> but a little more clever <laughs> it's like one of those touch lamps exactly yeah but a little more clever <laughs> so that was really cool mm-hmm. it was also three hundred dollars. What? Uh, yeah, I think the three hundred dollar one was the one that was signed by the director of Cars Three. Oh, I don't know wait, what it how cost. Big is it? Uh, it's small, dude. It was like a little like, like an actual toy, w- right? Remote control car. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You know what? If it can do that, that's that sounds actually kind of worth it. I I want to say that it was like two hundred. Uh-huh. I don't remember to be exact, so I don't want to misquote the price. But right. I do remember seeing one that said was three hundred dollars, and I think that one was three hundred because it was signed by the director. Like mm-hmm. it was like a signature series or something like that. Okay. And I remember while we were there, John Lasseter talking about like, oh, you know what? You guys should really do another version that's got like this skin on it and like this one. And he's running through some of the skins that you see in Cars 3. Ah, and I almost said what they were, but for right. people that haven't seen Cars right, 3, I would ruin be it. ruining it right. if I told you what it was. Yeah. But he talks about the different skins in Cars 3. And they said, oh, yeah, real good. and they're all taking notes and stuff, mm-hmm. like what they're going to do with the car. So that was really cool. Uh, I got kind of checked by one of his bodyguards because I was trying to get you know him to say hi into the camera. Uh-huh. I'm, like, I'm, I'm like total fanboying, dude. I'm like seeing John Lasseter. And when I finally get his attention, all I can say is, like, I forgot. It was, like, something dumb. Like, I love everything you do. <laughs> and I was, like, like, I was total fanboying, dude. And right. I, like, he turns around. He's, all like, oh, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Have a good expo. I was, like, <gasps> he talked to me. And As the security guard, like, has your arm and kicking you out well i was trying to like get the camera closer to him uh-huh. and as he was saying that i got it but what you didn't see was the security guards like pushing me out of the way uh-huh. to get through so that right. he can go protect them you know from the front of the line yeah and then from uh, people like you uh-huh yeah exactly so the person <laughs> behind me that i kind of bumped into when he did that uh that i turned to them and i'm apologizing for bumping into them they're like wow they're pretty serious about their job (laughs) i was like oh well that was good you know they didn't (laughs) get angry right and so i told skylar because he was there with me when this was happening i told skylar i was like man dude the only thing that would have been better is that if he turned around and he's like oh yeah the podcateers guy hazen what's (laughs) up man yeah have a great expo like he knows my name That's so, good. Yeah, so that was fun. I wouldn't care if he knows your name. If he would have said Podcateers, that would have been awesome. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> I would have. Seriously, I would have lost my – I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
what else? Uh, dude, there was so much to do, so little time, mm. and I just felt like I don't know, man. I felt like even though Friday was kind of a bust, I fit a lot of stuff into Sunday. Okay, good, man. And they tried so hard to really make good on the fact that they screwed up on Friday Mm -hmm. that again, I felt spoiled and I just felt like the Disney magic was flowing like all over the place, Mm -hmm. you know, because Mm -hmm. from one thing to another, just things just seem to work out, right? you know, um, for everything like on Sunday, uh, except meeting John Lasseter directly because you know, you get checked by his bodyguard. Right. Exactly. It's special. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So yeah, I didn't get a chance to see a lot of the announcements. Obviously Mm. the fact that I didn't get a chance to go on Saturday, I was really kicking myself for not just purchasing the tickets when Lynette told me to. Right. Because she told me just buy your tickets and I didn't listen to her. And I should have call in sick. Uh, well, you know, they listen to the podcast like Hank calls <laughs> <laughs> Uh So she told me to buy them, and I didn't listen. Right. And I was waiting and waiting, and that's why it sold out. And at the panel, all of the Avengers were there. Shut up. The entire cast was there. What? I Even compl- Tobey Maguire? No, Tobey <laughs> Maguire's not an Avenger, but Tom Holland, the best Spider-Man, Tom the Holland, best. <laughs> yes, uh-huh. was there as was part it? of the panel. Cool, man. So I missed that, and I was pretty upset. Uh, they ended up showing a bunch of other stuff. Like, they showed a preview for A Wrinkle in Time. Mm-hmm. They showed the Mary Poppins uh, thing that we ended up posting on Instagram, where they kind of reveal, like, Emily Blunt. We've, we knew that Emily right. Blunt was going to be Mary Poppins, right. but it was kind of a new, like, um, like a new mini trailer for it. Okay. They showed some stuff from the live Lion King. No way. Uh, which, of course, I didn't get a chance to see. <laughs> Remember we talked about the rumor that Will Smith was in the running to play the genie yes. in Aladdin? Mm-hmm. It's official. Okay. He's actually going to be the genie. That's too bad. Kind of how I felt. <laughs> uh, I'm not too enthused about seeing Will Smith in that role. They finally announced the official name for the Star Wars area. Like okay. It's not going to be just Star Wars Land. I keep calling it Star Wars Land. Uh, right. I should call it by its official name now that we know it. Okay, what uh, is it? Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Why do you say it like it's a good name? Uh, it sounds like a cell phone. <laughs> I know, that's true. <laughs> it sounds like a yeah. cell phone. Uh, but that's the official name of the land. Okay. And they talked a little bit about the two attractions that are going to be there. They talked about the Millennium Falcon ride that's okay. going to be happening. Right. That's going to have this, like, secret mission. It's going to be like a simulator, basically. Okay. From what I gathered, it's going to be very similar to Star Tours. Mm. Uh, the other one okay is going that. to be... Uh, a battle between the First Order and the Resistance. Ooh. And I think this is going to be the part where, remember when we were seeing the building of the show buildings? Uh, we saw, like, the AT-ATs yes. like, being built inside. Right, right, right. I think that ride is going to be part of that experience. So as you're kind of going through it, you're going to see them, like, shooting at each other or something like that. Since you, you've been going there more, you know, lately than me. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Not until Christmas, right? Yeah. <laughs> August. Um, what is it looking like now? Does it still look like dirt and metal? Uh, I mean, it looks like there's more buildings up now. Really? Uh, okay. Yeah, it looks like the structures are still uh, being put in place okay. to, to do all of this. 
Uh, I asked one of the Imagineers what they were going to do with the model of, of I'm sorry, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge uh-huh. from the D23 Expo. Right. And he said that it's basically a functioning model. That because I thought they were gonna take it to Disneyland and put it like in like in, demonstration, yeah, or... to like put it on display somewhere so people could see it if they didn't see it at the expo, right? But he said that it's a functional model, so what they're gonna end up doing is they're gonna break it apart and they're gonna give it's basically exactly what the land is going to look like, right? So they're gonna give like certain pieces, like if you're making rock structures, they're gonna give all those pieces to the rock makers, if you're mm-hmm. a building maker, they're gonna give you those pieces, similar to the way that they showed the model of um the collector's tower you know it was a functioning model like you know exactly what it's going to look like it was basically a replica uh the same thing with this one they're going to break it apart and then eventually maybe they'll put it on display somewhere that'd be cool but in the meantime they're breaking it off to the teams that need to see what things are going to look right. like so that they can build it makes sense yeah at hollywood studios they have something called the great movie ride the great and, movie ride. Yeah, it's you know it's been a, a, around for a really long time. It's kind okay. of a staple at Hollywood Studios back uh, back when it was still like MGM Studios. Right. Uh, they are retheming that ride, and they are giving Mickey Mouse his own ride. No way. Yeah. So they're retheming it. Why it's, has that not happened earlier? That's actually what they said. They said, look, um, in the history of the yeah. resorts. The main mouse has never had his own ride, right. so now he's finally going to have his own ride. Uh, you know, you have the walkthrough for his house where you get a chance to meet him, right. but he's never had, like, an actual, actual ride, ride before. Right. That's going to happen finally. Uh, it's going to use this, like, new technology where they turn the ride and this cartoon that you're going through into half 2D, half 3D. Okay. So it's, like, where you're not going to require uh, the use of 3D glasses, by the way. Okay. So uh, I'm curious to see how they're going to pull that off. That actually sounds really exciting. Uh, I'm sure that at some point a petition to save the great movie ride is going to spawn. <laughs> they talked about the Toy Story Land that's coming to Disney Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. That's actually scheduled to open summer of 2018. Okay. Uh, one of the interesting things that they talked about at that panel was that Guardians of the Galaxy is now going to have a presence at Epcot. Interesting. So what they're going to get rid of is Ellen's Energy Adventure. Uh, that's inside of the universe of energy. So it's go- it's not going to be like a ride or anything. It's going to be like a, just like maybe like a walkthrough, like an exhibit almost. All right. So Guardians is going to have uh, a presence there. Uh, that is going to happen just in time for the 50th anniversary, which is in 2021. But they are closing uh, the universe of energy uh, to make this change. And you know where that comes from? Where? Uh, there was this reference at some point. I think it happened this weekend. I'm not exactly sure, but I remember briefly reading something about it uh, where Peter Quill announced or something that at okay. some point when he was a child, he went to Epcot. And no. that's like the tie-in as to why this Guardians of the Galaxy attraction is uh. going to Epcot. It's really strange. Is this a Marvel dude again? It's not Kevin Feige. Uh, we're not saying his name. I can say his name all I want. No. This is Podcateers, and we talk about stuff Kevin Feige uh, approves. Kevin So was this Feige. another fan theory that this dude is just going to roll with? You know with? what? I'm going to shut off your mic. You need to be quiet, sir. <laughs> all right. How about this? How all about right, this? Tell me. Ratatouille. Remember the movie? 
Barely. Okay. But, you know, the little rat. Yeah, right? the rat. He's a cook and... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, in Disneyland Paris, they actually have a Ratatouille ride. A, I believe, a similar attraction. A Ratatouille-inspired attraction is basically now coming to the World Showcase in the France Pavilion. Makes sense. So, it does. Exactly. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be like a dark ride, the mm. way that Ratatouille is uh, over in France. I forgot what it's called there, uh, but the Ratatouille ride at mm-hmm. Disneyland Paris. It's Ratatouille. I'm sure that's not <laughs> how they say it, but good for you for trying. <laughs> um, that's going to be really cool. I'm glad that's going to be happening. Right. Oh, dude, this actually sounded really cool. I read a little bit about this. They're going to open a brand new immersive Star Wars themed hotel to the point where when you look at a quote unquote window, Mm -hmm. you're not seeing the outside world. You're seeing space. Interesting. And so the entire hotel is just really going to put you inside of the world, like the Star Wars world. Okay. Basically. So everyone's going to have a really good view of space. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> no more looking at a brick wall. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to be the guy like, no, I want a pull view. <laughs> uh, so they'll send you to a different resort. Right, exactly. Uh, but, yeah, that's going to be pretty cool. I think if they end up integrating it the same way that they're talking about doing things inside of the Star Wars land area uh-huh. where – like you earn credits as a you know as a good guy or bad guy and right, right. every choice that you make affects your stay and it affects like what how you interact with people and cast members or the characters you know for the rest of the day right i think it'll be pretty cool it's like all Sounds of a sudden awesome. it's like one of those things where you go to a hotel and you do like a murder mystery right, right. Oh. all of a sudden you may or may not be part of the murder mystery need to so, do this it, so that's what they're kind of doing with like star wars right yeah. not exactly a murder mystery i've always wanted but, to go to a murder mystery dude, they're so fun they are super fun um so one of the announcements that I was looking forward to the most didn't really get a resolution. Meaning what? Remember the hatch, the Avengers hatch outside Ninja Turtles? Of, it's not the Ninja Turtles. Again, I can guarantee it's not <laughs> the Ninja Turtles. Right. But you recall the Avengers hatch, right? That right. you know there was the hazmat people during the opening of Mission Breakout and now it's just like sitting out there. Right. So really the only announcement that we got was the fact that they're going to have this like immersive experience inside of California Adventure right. involving Spider-Man and the Avengers. Okay. So I don't know exactly how it's going to be executed because they didn't really talk about it. They just said this is coming and this is what we're planning. So as far as a resolution to this much anticipated, you know, announcement of what the hatch was going to be. And look, Maybe it's just the fact that people kept wondering what it was and they said, oh, they, they're going to announce it at D23. Mm-hmm. They got announced it at D23 that I think that picked up traction. Mm-hmm. And, but Disney never said, we're going to announce this at D23. Right. You know, people just assumed that that was going to happen. Right. So I think maybe that's why people were so – like me, I was really looking forward to knowing what exactly what it was – involving maybe it was a magic trick where it was a sleight of hand and your eyes are focusing on the ninja turtle cover instead of 
something else. Okay. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say no. No. Because it's not Ninja Turtles. Oh. Wrong IP. Disney does not own Ninja Turtles uh-huh. yet. But yeah, dude. Uh, those were some of the big announcements that ended up coming uh, out of Saturday, which I wasn't there, so I read a lot of it. I had a lot of people tell me. Uh, AJ and VJ were there. Uh, Skyler was there on Saturday as well. So. Right. I saw and heard a lot from them as far as what was happening um, since I was nowhere to be found on no. day two of D23. Right. I mean, you were doing more important things than being there yeah. on an event that only comes every couple years. <laughs> no joke. You know what I was doing What's when that? that panel was going on? Uh-huh. I was at the car dealer getting the car serviced. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting like the oil change and all that right, other stuff, right, like right. tire rotation and right. all that general stuff that you're doing. <laughs> That's funny. So yeah, I mean, look, it was it's difficult to cover the expo, right? Because mm-hmm. one, you're standing in line for so much. If you want to see everything, you're not going to see everything. And you should only have one expectation when you go to D23, like really any other expo, and that is you're going to stand in line a lot. Sounds like fun, man. You know, so if you get frustrated. Sign, sign me up. If you get frustrated with lines at Disneyland, <laughs> All right. the expo is not for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Feel like being tortured and standing and getting blisters? Oh, yeah. I'm there, dude. Yeah. Uh, it was it was brutal. But, yeah, you know, you got to manage your expectations. And I think because I didn't originally manage my expectations mm. is why I was getting so frustrated. Right. And when I finally checked myself and realized, like, okay, some of this stuff is going to happen, some of it's not. I'm here by myself, really, for the most part. You know, I didn't have anybody there to help me vlog because, uh-huh. you know, you were too busy not <laughs> being there. Uh-huh. But, you know, whatever. Whatever. Sure, That's sure. totally your choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, in general, um, you know, again, a wave of emotions. It was a roller coaster the entire weekend. Yeah. Uh, I had a lot of fun, man. Good. Uh, ultimately, everything that happened on Sunday, uh, again, I feel not only made up for what happened on Friday, but they really did go above and beyond to really try to make it a better experience on Saturday or on Sunday. Right. Um, you know, the rumor of, of people getting fast passes for the soft open of Fantasmic at the parks. Uh-huh. Uh, at the parks panel, right, was true. Okay, <laughs> people did get it and they did soft open it. All right. Um, our you know fairy godparent Melissa was there to experience it for the first time, and Sweet. she sent me some messages saying how much she enjoyed it. Good. I'm hoping that sometime this week I'll be able to go and film it so we, that we can throw it up on the YouTube channel if you guys are curious to see what it's going to look like. Uh, otherwise, next weekend. We did get the dining package because we knew we weren't going to be there early enough to try to get a fast pass. Mm -hmm. So we got the dining package so that we can – we have, like, guaranteed seating in order to watch next weekend. Right. So if I can't get it during the week, then I would just film it next weekend, and then I'll throw it up on the YouTube channel for you guys to check that out. All right. That would be cool. Um, Oh, congratulations to our buddy Gavin. You know, he was part of that design contest for D23. Oh, yeah. Uh, he yeah. did that Pirates themed uh, painting. It's beautiful. It's really good. Uh, if I check the Instagram account, I'm going to try to post a photo of it. If not, I'll make sure that it's in the blog post for the episode. Perfect. That'll be over at slash 161. Uh, 
and yeah man that was it that's the that was the whole d23 experience that was a lot of the big announcements that were happening uh i got a luxo ball from the <laughs> pixar booth which cool. i thought was pretty cool cool uh, i saw them handing it out and I ran over to the line and I asked them, how do you get the Luxo ball? They said, if you get a red ticket, you get the ball. And if you don't get the ticket, you don't get the ball. <laughs> I was like, oh, that seems fairly simple. Is. And uh, I got the ticket. So I got the oh, Luxo good. ball, which I thought was pretty cool. Good. Last expo, I really wanted the Luxo ball, but I was never around when they were doing the giveaway. This time around, it was a little bit smaller than last time. Oh. But hey, it's a Luxo ball. Hey, you know, what are you going to do? Exactly. And it's, you know. And it's free. You know, how much more can you complain for about? For a red that? ticket. It's yeah. Uh, all in all, it was a great experience. Wait. I enjoyed the panels. Yeah. Can I have the ball? No. Oh. No, you cannot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, great expo in general. Mm -hmm. Again, a lot of ups and downs. Uh, Saturday. Oh, on Saturday evening, we ended up watching the Foolish Mortals premiere. Right. You know, so... Um, I think this episode's been going a little too long already, so <laughs> I think we'll talk about Foolish Mortals in next week's episode, and we'll right. talk about you know what we thought about the film and stuff like that. But before we wrap up, any questions about D twenty three? I know Mario's not here. Mario's you know he couldn't make it <laughs> since we're recording at this weird time. Oh yeah, he's normally the questions guy. I didn't even realize he wasn't here. Of course you did. <laughs> of course you noticed. <laughs> So before we wrap up the episode, do you have any questions about D23 or, you know, what it is or anything? <laughs> uh, what does the D stand for? Oh, uh, David. David. David 23. David 23. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Urgh, I didn't think you knew that one. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're doing there. <laughs> I'm so glad I tricked you. It stands for Donald. <laughs> Donald. <laughs> Donald 23. Donald. I thought you were going to say detective. <laughs> no. No. That has nothing to do with it. No, it's Donald 23. Uh, Donald 23. I'm okay with this. <laughs> uh, any any real questions? Uh, nope. That's it. Filled up all my questions. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. I'm glad we got through that all right, so good. quickly. good. Beautiful. All right. Well. Since you have no actual questions, uh, before we close up the episode, I do want to remind everybody that Podcasters is brought to you by listeners just like you. We like to call those listeners our fairy godparents, and if you would like to become one of our fairy godparents, you can do so for as little as $1 per month just by going over to podcasters.com and clicking on the Patreon logo or by going to patreon.com slash podcasters. Join the millions and millions <laughs> of people right. that are signed up. Dude, that'd be so great, that would actually. That would be awesome, yes. Uh, but yeah, if you would like to become a fairy godparent, just head over to one of those websites. Or if you um, know someone that wants to become a fairy godparent. Yeah, tell them, you know what? Do not? this. <laughs> like, for your birthday, be a fairy godparent for <laughs> <Exactly>. podcasters. <laughs> Uh, another great way to help out the podcast is if you shop on Amazon. Amazon. Head over to podcasters.com slash Amazon first Amazon. before your next purchase. That will take you to Amazon using Amazon. our special affiliate link. And anything that you purchase uh, after clicking on that link, we'll get a small commission from that sale. And that's just Amazon's way of saying Amazon. thank you you know, for going through our link. And to everyone that's already doing that, we just want to say thanks for taking the time to do that. It's really helpful, so we appreciate it. If you guys are looking for us on any of the social networks, we are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and on YouTube. Uh, I got a bunch of footage. Uh, I don't know how much of it is relevant uh -huh. 
to an actual vlog. Yeah. But I'm going to try to put together a couple of vlogs from the stuff that happened at D23. Uh, I had some problems with the camera, like during the Legends like panel. Like you do. <laughs> it's the camera, dude. Yeah, I mean, at this no, point, I get it, man. At this point, it's it's had so many problems that I expect certain things to happen. Uh-huh. It just happens at the most inopportune mm. times. Like during the Legends panel, the camera overheated twice. Ugh, you know, dude. so uh, I knew something like that was going to happen. I just didn't think it was going to happen that as a, soon as it happened. That was a hot know? panel. It was. <laughs> so that happened. Right. For some reason, I charged the batteries on Saturday night. They all said 100%. Right. By the time I got to the expo, every time I put in a new battery, it was somewhere between 50 and 60% in the camera. So That's that tells me one of two things. One, the charger's not working. Or two, the batteries are bad now. Right. I'm, I'm kind of going to go with that one. So I right. may need to get new batteries for it soon. Okay. Uh, but, you know, I got a lot of footage. Uh, I got to talk to a handful of people. So I'm going to try to put that up as soon as possible. Make sure to follow us on the social network so that you guys know when we post brand new videos up on the YouTube channel. Uh, or if you're already following us on YouTube, make sure that you hit the little bell icon next to the subscribe. That's the alerts uh, notification so that anytime we throw up a new video, you get alerted by your YouTube app on your phone. Um, and that's it, man. Cool, man. That is going to wrap up the D23 Expo coverage. Again, I wish I had more time to roam the floor and see more of the exhibits. I would have loved to have done more. The announcements, I think, were, you know, kind of on the cool side, but not everything was like on the, oh, my God, this is great side. Right. But there was a lot of surprises. There was a lot of really good stuff that came out of it. So, you know, you can't complain too much. Um, Yeah, that's it. Cool, man. Cool. All right, guys, that is going to wrap it up. So until next week, here's the beer shears and make it ears. Have a fantastic week. Peace out. Dude, I'm like seriously happy you had such a great weekend going to D23 and, you know, all the other stuff you were doing. Dude, honestly, I think if I had had more time mm-hmm. to, like, talk about the expo, like, yeah. I could have gone on for, like, another two hours. Oh, but, I believe it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Hold on, though. Let me tell you what I did on my weekend. All right. Okay. So, on Friday.